For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. <clears throat> What's up, IDP Army? Jordan Reigns at 50 Shades of Drunk. Thanks for being here tonight. It is Saturday evening. Usually do the Q&A and the ranking show a lot earlier in the week. Just had a lot going on, but I'm um, going to do it tonight. And then tomorrow we will also still be doing the live stream. So uh should be a fun show. As always, thank you to the Patreons. Thank you for everyone who is here. Um, what's up, Jared? Had good to have you in here, man. Uh, not too much. Just uh, a little late this week getting started. Well, getting started. I mean, getting the show together, but <clears throat> got it together. Um, decided this week instead of going over my rankings because I haven't been doing so hot this year in the rankings. We'll take a look at Mesa's rankings. Um, What's up, Infinite Possibilities? Good to see you, brother. Um, we're going to take a look at Mace's rankings. He's done really well in the rankings competition over at Fancy Pros over the last couple of weeks. Uh, so, you know, his uh, his rankings will be better than mine so far. So why not? So I'm going to pull them up. And you guys that are here and anybody that comes along, if you have questions, throw them in the comment section. I will do my very best to get them all answered. But starting out the defensive line this week, looks like Mace is pretty high on Max Crosby. He's got a nice matchup versus Jacksonville, so you can understand why. Brian Burns at two, big Q. He's got three, and uh, these look like they're up to date. Uh, I know sometimes fantasy pros can be a little hairy about actually pushing stuff through. Uh, Hassan Reddick, he's got a four. I know that didn't work out so great for all of us, but uh, so it was a good play, I think. Um Matthew Judon, five, Aaron Donald, six, Cam Joe at seven, Sam Hubbard, eight. Both seem, you know, fair. Sam Jordan, can't Sam Hubbard seems maybe a little high, um, but I'm not like against it per se. DeForest Buckner, Jonathan Allen, those are all his tier one guys. And then you go into his tier two, he's got Rashawn Gary, Khalil Mack, uh, Jeffrey Simmons, some guys that I would have thought maybe would have been in tier one, but uh, he's got in tier two. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons uh, just having a great, great career, really. Um, Jalen Phillips now has uh, opposite of him. He gets to rush uh, with Bradley Chubb. So my Emmanuel Ogba play from earlier in this year, not working out as great as I, it was early. Um, so, you know, what are you going to do? Let's see. We've got somebody in the comments already asking some questions. So let's help him out. He said, Jacob Ander says, need two in PPR Swift, Cordell Patterson, Herbert, and Deion Jackson. You got to start Herbert. And I'll probably go Deion Jackson, even though, um, you know, Swift is part of the bigger name. I just I can't trust putting Swift in my lineups. You know, I just really can't. He's too fragile. Let's be real. D.E. Morgan Fox or D.E. Travis Gibson. I'll probably go Gibson there for real. Uh, personally, uh, back to Mesa's rankings. We got Montez Sweat at 15, Grady Jarrett 16, Daniel Hunter 17. 
Derek Brown, Chris Jones, Zadarius at 20. That seems a little low to me. Um, but, you know, everybody's ranking. He's better at this than me. Uh, Christian Wilkins, Justin Houston, a little high. Uh, but he's been having a good season. He's got five sacks now already. And then we got Gregory Rousseau. So those are Mace's top 24 defensive line players for the week nine. Take a look at his linebackers. Uh, got some more questions coming in the chat. Jared, again, says need two. Uh, Jacoby, Wilson, Dubs, and Pittman. Yeah, I saw Pittman's, Pittman's projections finally took a big dump. Um, took half the damn season, but I guess, you know, you could say it's because the, the quarterback situation changed, but it, and I think they're just adjusting to reality. Um, but uh, two, Wilson. What Wilson are we talking about here? Is this Garrett Wilson? I'll probably play Garrett Wilson and and Dubs. That's probably what I would do, personally. Uh, Khalil Herbert or Isaiah Pacheco, I'd play Khalil Herbert. Dude's a beast. I mean, he's just he's he's a beast. Just I don't know what else to say. Michael Falakwitz. Sorry, man. Bosa's on buy. I need a DE. Would Nuosu be a good pickup? Yeah. I mean, you could do a lot worse than picking up Nuosu this week, uh, especially with Bosa on buy. A lot of people are dealing with buys this week. So yeah, I mean, he's had a great season so far. You know, he's been on the waiver wire show two, three, four times. Um, and if he's still on your waivers, you know, pick him up. Go get him. That's what guys like that are for. All right. Let's see. Back to Mace's rankings over here. Oh, we got a couple more questions. Eno Benjamin or Tyler Algier? I'd probably go Algier. Everything I've heard says Algier was looked really good last week. Seems like he has nobody breathing down his neck. Um, I'll go with that. You know, Eno Benjamin, I know James Conner's still there. He's hurt, whatever. It's still it's still the Cardinals. You know what I mean? And still Eno Benjamin. So He's been on the team like three years. This is the first year he's finally got a chance to even get the ball. So we know we know what you know Benjamin is. That's, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. So I would not play him. Man, I was so close to getting Hargrave in my lineup. I need some good stuff from Vita now. Yeah, I know it. You, I, I think it was you that said that in the chat actually the other night, right before lock. <laughs> he said, "Should I play Hargrave or Vita Vea?" I said, "Vita Vea." Sorry, man. Um, if that wasn't you, I told somebody else to do that. I've heard a lot of people. <laughs> really just don't like Jacoby, eh? Nope. You already know that. You baiting me. You knew I would. You just left his name out of it. Patterson or Montgomery. That's Mont Monty. I don't trust CPAT. Although, you know, I say that. I never. I mean, it's just I don't play CPAT. I don't have money in my team. So it's like... It's such an easy thing for me to say that. I'll be honest, Ross Bob. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, but I would still probably play Monty. And I know it's weird to say that I would play Herbert and Montgomery, but I, that's where I'm at in life right now. Like, I'm just playing both. If I have one of them on a roster, I'm playing them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they're both, I mean, if this team's weird. The Chicago Bears are weird, but their running backs, Khalil Herbert's better, but for whatever reason, Ty Montgomery still gets, or not Ty Montgomery, but David Montgomery still gets plenty of work. Bobby McCain or C.B. Miles Hartsville, which one will I start? I go Bobby McCain. All right, let's see what makes his linebackers look like. Forsett Olakun, T.J. Edwards, C.J. Mosley, the top here. Devin White looks like he thinks he's going to have a hot week. I still love Devin White in Dynasty. Gets the Rams this week. Um CJ Mosley, you know, really a late IDP career resurgence. 
um, Jordan Brooks and then Nick Bolton in that top tier. Love to see it. And then we get down here to tier two. Got some guys that you wouldn't have thought earlier this season. Zier Franklin, waiver wire pickup, um, Quay Walker, rookie. And then he's going to be wearing the green dot this week, apparently, with Devondre Campbell out. So that's some uh, that's some big stuff for, for Quay Walker. Jordan Hicks having another great season. He was one of the guys talked about early in the – he was in the sleepers uh, video, one of the sleepers videos early in the offseason. Pete Werner, Roquan Smith taking a little bit of a dive here in the rankings. Uh, I understand it because he's in Baltimore now. It's a different situation. I still think he's a great player. I still think in Dynasty he holds all the same value. But I do want to see how this sort of adjust plays out. I want to see how they, uh, you know, Patrick Queen's not having a bad year. So I don't know how this works with how their defense is structured right now. I'm interested to see how he fits in there. Um, Drew Tranquil, love to see him in that tier two. Then he's got Michael Walker, Levante David, Devin Lloyd, Rashawn Evans, Demario Davis, Nicholas Morrow, Zaven Collins, David Long, rounding out tier three. Uh, and then we have Bobby Wagner all the way down here in tier four, a, a back end linebacker two. And honestly, that's kind of where we're at. You know, I think this is, I would say this is bold of Mace, but it's kind of Mace just being aware of what's going on and adjusting. So kudos to him. Uh, they do get Tampa Bay this week. So Leonard Fournette has been known to get tackled. Um, so there maybe a big week for Bobby Wagner, but overall I agree with this sort of, new normal for Bobby Wagner in the, the Ram system, um, which hasn't really been the same for linebackers since Brandon Staley left. Um, shout out to Drew Tranquil, who's having a great year in that system. So, um, and then to finish out the linebacker twos, he's got Matthew Judon up here pretty high, Anzalone, and then Eric Kendricks. Even though Kendricks is sometimes, his, his snaps with Jordan Hicks are kind of back and forth, back and forth. I think we all kind of want Jordan Hicks at this point a little bit more in our lineups. So, i got some more questions coming through the chat. Patterson or Montgomery, I think I just answered that one. Um, I answered that one, too. All right, Lucius. Varenas 44 says start Ingram or likely that's easy just start likely it was me lol yeah I know I'm sorry I'm sorry Rue my dumbass rank these for the rest of the season Diablo Quincy Anzalone Hunter Dion Jones Draymond Jones um Diablo Hunter Quincy Draymond Deion Jones. And if I was going to move anybody up, I might move Draymond Jones up one spot. If that possibilities, I picked up QB Mike White. Shout out to our guy, Minky Blanco. We fuck with Mike White out here in the IDP Army. We love Mike White. We love him. Check the receipts. All right, I think that he takes the starting job in the second half of the game. That's really... That's shots fired. Wilson can't unlock Garrett Wilson or Elijah Moore. I think White can. Thoughts. I don't want to have. I don't. I don't want to have. I don't want spec. This is not my world, unfortunately. Like going off into you know rookie crappy quarterback you know jobs for the Jets. I'm not going to do that. There's so many people out there that are tilting about the Jets. I'm sure that would have a much better, much more respectable opinion than me. So I'm not even going to go there. I'm just going to say we fuck with Mickey Blanco. That's our nickname for Mike White because he's a bad motherfucker. 
All right. Deion Jackson or Kittle Patterson. Give me Deion Jackson. I think I already answered that earlier, or at least some a question just like it. Uh, likely or Everett. Ooh, that's Everett, but I like likely a lot this week. I still think Everett is going to just get – I mean, he's getting a lot of targets. Hasn't had a massive blow-up game yet, kind of do. You know, I don't know if you can call that analysis, but it's kind of how I feel. I have quite a bit of Everett this week. And Underdog, speaking of which, go use the promo code IDP Army. There's a link in the description. Underdog Fantasy. They just started some of their uh, playoff best ball already, which I'm not getting in yet because I don't know what the playoffs are going to look like. I think it's a little dangerous to start drafting this early. You could argue that you could get an early edge if you really are good at pontificating on that stuff, but I'm not going to go there this year. I'm going to wait. And they have a, it's like a wide receiver tight end flex thing. So, but I mean, you know, use the, use the uh, promo code, you get a hundred dollar deposit match bonus and get ready for when things get set up um, for the better tournaments coming up, in my opinion. All right, Trey S says, evening, brothers. How you doing, man? Uh, full PPR, sit one. So he's got Juju, Boyd, or Josh Palmer. Thanks and good luck this week to you too, sir. It is going to be uh, – we are one of the only five of the only undefeated teams in the bash, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to New York City. We're going to have a nice corner office. We're going to do it right. All right? Um, it's like um, Oliver and company. You know what I'm saying? Look at coming to the big city. I'm ready. Um, got some more games to win, though. I'm hoping it'd be cool. This week. at some point, I would just like to be the only undefeated team left. I would just love that. I would just love that. <laughs> um, of this group, I'm probably gonna sit Boyd though, just because it's so hit or miss with him. And I, I, don't, I don't know though, honestly. Yeah, I'd probably sit Boyd. I, I don't know if that's the right or wrong thing to do. That's what I would do though. Michael Walker, Rajon, Rashawn Gary, Zadarius Smith need one. Mm, I mean, Michael Walker is the academically correct answer, but I would seriously consider playing Zadarius Smith. Is Ojabu is Ojabo dust with Roquan going to Baltimore? Uh, for now, maybe, probably. So should I drop Deion Jones to bring Brisker off my taxi squad? Or drop Richie Grant. I would probably drop Richie Grant before I drop Deion Jones. But I would. I mean, do you got anybody else, Jared, who you could potentially drop? Um, or you know, could you trade Deion Jones away, like in a trade where it's like a two for one, and you're just opening up a bench spot? I would try to do something like that before I just dropped him because you're gonna, you're gonna drop him. Somebody's gonna pick him up, and you're like, well, you know, I could have done something with him. That's what I would try to do. Speaking of Dynasty, all of our Dynasty content is starting to roll out in the next week or two. Um, the rankings are all updated and all that in the Dynasty Index. Uh, check that out. I've been was literally before I came on the show, was thinking about some of the stuff for the Ultimate IDP Index too, the updated version I'm going to try to do. I think one of the things I'm going to add to it this year is instead of the bar graph that just kind of shows everybody's uh, stats for like solos, assists, you know, tackles for loss, and they just have that. What I think I'm going to do is I'm going to, make those bar that bar graph do the impact plays the tackle rates and then like the defensive play rates and one other thing but i'm going to have those bars but then i'm going to have league average bars as well so you'll be able to see how a guy does a positional league average for like over 250 snaps or like 500 snaps or something so we can kind of get an idea in that year, that season, how this guy compared to the rest of people. Um, and hopefully we'll be able to roll that as an update that'll backlog all the other guys too. So we'll have a even more 
continue to just build off the ultimate IDP index, which is, you know, an amazing product, um, which is just going to keep getting better and better. <clears throat> All right. What's up, homie? Last question before I jump back to the rankings over here. Um, what's up, homie? I see you putting it in. Do you have a chance on Hawk and Sin Likely or Disley full PPR? What are you thinking, King? All right. Well, I will say this. I've been Hawkinson's projected to zero in underdog right now. So if you do use a promo code and you go doing the tournaments, you should punt tight end to the very end and just grab him because he's gonna have super low ownership. Um, and he's a good tight end. And Kirk Cousins has got a long history of of being a, a bad motherfucker. And when he's got a bad motherfucker for a tight end, he's only had one or two. Vernon Davis, Jer uh, Reed, Jordan Reed. I mean, he knows how to turn those guys on. So um, even Hawkinson, I saw something was like, Hawkinson, you know, limited work in his debut, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Play him. Um, so I would definitely be playing Hawkinson. Um, if I wasn't going to do that, I might go likely. But honestly, I, I, I played him the other day. And he had an okay game. I mean, it was a pretty good game. But it wasn't, like, earth-shattering. And it took... It took like took a while to get him kind of going. So I will say, uh, I mean, Mark Andrews did start that game, but I was a little worried early on that they didn't really want to feature him. I guess you could say now that everybody's hurt, they don't have any choice, though. So I would say Hawkinson are likely. I would probably lean Hawkinson after that long, long thing I just said. I said I was going to stop doing questions. Here I am. Uh, I'll and do this one, and then I'll jump back to Mace's rankings real fast. I am playing without a kicker because I have the Denver kicker, but I don't want to drop any players. What would you do, kind of risk or not? Nah? Well, I mean, that's tough. You got it. I mean, I wouldn't play a zero. No way. Mm -mm. You can't afford that. You can't take a zero. You know what I'm saying? There's no reason to, like, roster hog or, like, these guys, I mean, somebody on your team's worth cutting. Find them. Cut them. Um, all right, let's jump back over here. You got Derwin James, number one. Deshaun Elliott, number two. Oh, you love to see that. Legereus Sneed, Jaquan Brisker, Eddie Jackson. Whew, Eddie Jackson just, you know, from the top rope out of nowhere with a great season. I mean, what's the cycle there? Ryan Neal finishes at his top tier. He's got, you know, Harrison Smith at the top of the second tier here. Javon Holland. Uh, those guys might have some words for him if they saw this video, but I, I know I won't send it to him. Um, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. I like Harrison Smith and Javon Holland a lot, though. But I think I mean, they're still defensive back ones, obviously. Uh, Jalen Petrie, C.J. Johnson, C.J. Gardner Johnson, Von Bell, Mike Edwards. Mike Edwards is probably going to have a lot of tackles this week because aren't, aren't a lot of the cornerbacks for uh, Tampa Bay like jacked up right now? At least that's what I feel like I remember seeing or hearing. Divine Diablo, Cameron Curl, who you know has really taken his job fully back. Um, Kevin Byard, Buda Baker down here at 16. Uh, Tariq Woolen, who's been having an incredible season for, the, for a rookie. Jalen Thompson, 18. Kenny Moore. Started out slow, had a couple of games. He kind of, I'm not going to say he's like back, but I mean, it's like he just kind of came back to earth this year. Still, still a guy you can probably play as a DB2, and that's kind of where Mace's got him ranked here. DB2 flex type of guy. Um, and that could go up again next year, though. Rashawn Jenkins, Cameron Dantzler, Jalen Ramsey, Sauce Gardner, and then Chuck Clark down here at 24. Um, you know, pretty pretty good set of guys. Let's see who's got 25. Let's just take a peek. Ooh, Derek Stingley coming in at 25. Nice. Yeah, I guess Philly. That should be a, a pass-happy game. 
All right. So if you're watching, give me a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, subscribe to the podcast, link down in the description. We would love that. We appreciate it. And if you have some fantasy football start sit questions, ask me. I would love to, I would love to guide your team right off a cliff. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, we talked about the kickers. You gotta play somebody. The guy sent earlier trading defense in my league is hard. Yeah, it can be hard to trade. I mean, just and that's you can say defense, but it's it just hard in general to do trades. I'm kind of of the mindset that you shouldn't do any trades if it's not dynasty. I think that that is something that should be explored more in fantasy land. Um, because we spent all offseason talking about draft, 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 and then the draft comes. We draft our teams. People's teams are shit because they didn't do anything right. But, you know, because they're sharks or because they're not sharks, even um, predators, essentially, they're going to fix their teams. They're going to pick off of the guys who they, the other guys who made mistakes. They're going to fix that. You know, that's one thing I will say about the bash that I really think is cool is that it's you draft and then that's it. It's just roster management. You don't get to make any trades. And I think that there's no reason to do trades in a 16 week season. You know what I mean? Just put together the team from the spot you're at. So all that being said, trading in general is just harder, I think, than people realize. Um, in Dynasty, but yeah, it can be can be tough. I'm I'm in leagues with guys. Literally, I'm in I've been in a couple of Dynasty leagues. I'm in one for, I know for sure that I've been in for three years, four years. There's like one guy in there I've literally never seen make a trade. Maybe two. Like it's dumb, but it's just they just they're just they're they're doing it how they want to do it. So whatever. Um, that just is what it is. Also have Von Bell and Petrie. Don't want to drop either. LOL. Yeah. Uh, who any of the you guys got a bye week coming up? You know, you might be able to finesse something there where you drop one, even if he has a, a good game, you know, he's a bye week coming up, so you can get him the week after that. Start or sit. Claypool, Zay Jones, PPR. You have to be do J- clay. Oh, you have to do Zay Jones. I think Claypool is a better player overall, obviously. But Justin Fields just doesn't throw the ball a lot. Yeah, he's a good fantasy quarterback. Yeah, but he's rushing for like 75 yards a game, you know, and he's having multiple touchdowns. Some of those are rushing as well. He's only throwing the ball, I don't know, 25, 26 times, something like that. He's only completing like 16, 17 passes. Um, That's not great for Chase Claypool. Uh, And I will say Claypool is he's not just a pass catcher. I mean, he's an offensive weapon like we've seen him. He can I mean, didn't he just win the scepter for angry runs this week? Like he can run the ball. And I mean, they've done him on jet sweeps for a while, a few times. Um, The Steelers did it. I don't know how they're going to use him. So. And and this is a running team, so, you know, he kind of fits into that. So maybe I could talk myself into Claypool. Um the academic answer, I think, is Zay Jones. But if I'm being real with you, I'd probably start Claypool. Can Vasquez need to keep two of the three when Antoine Woodville gets back? Ryan Neal, we got to keep Deshaun Elliott. So that's 100%. And then keep Winfield. So that would be, so I'll just drop Ryan Neal. Michael says, my opponent has Andrews. I have Lamar. Likely and Tanyan. Do I start likely over Tanyan? Yeah, you do. D Brown, Thompson, Collins, Anzalone. Bro, I got to play two and sit one. They're all projected the same points. I think there's a market out there for a, um, a white labeled app that removes projections for fantasy football. 
and just shows you the players and their names. And it like gets you out of your own head. What do y'all think? Um, anyway, it'd be like an extension. I don't know, 50 cents of a year. I don't know, whatever. Um, I would probably sit Anzalone of that group personally. Um, I know Collins and Thompson are on the same team, but that doesn't really scare me off too much. Yes, you should drop Renfro. It's actually hilarious. He was didn't he have like 150 targets last year? I was looking at a best ball team or two of my best ball teams, and he's on it, and he has scored zero points for me through eight weeks of the season. He has never even been in my lineup. That's crazy. After last year, he was like, I don't know what he was really, but he was something special. Um, man, I wouldn't drop him though. Still, I still wouldn't drop him over a defensive player. You always have to consider that, you know, no matter what, when it comes to the open market, most of the time people are going to value offensive names um, or just even offensive players that have, you know, they're running on old names over good young defensive players. So I might not do that. Anywho, how is everybody tonight? What's the... uh What's the college football scene like today? I saw Billy tweeted something about OU. I didn't really read what it said, but I guess they're playing. I don't have any more questions rolling in. I'm just chilling with y'all. Tomorrow morning, we'll be back here, 11 a.m. Eastern. Answering the same thing, uh, offensive and defensive. Um, having a good time, getting ready for the week of football, week of fantasy football. Season's rolling by. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. How about them Tigers? How about them Tigers? I think I'll just drop Rishi Grant over Deion Jones and Really? It's Dynasty. Deion Jones old. Richard Grant young. I need Brisker. L O L. Y'all, you want to know the alpha? You want to know the Dynasty trade you need to go make? You need to go trade George Kittle if you have him in Dynasty for Isaiah Likely. That's what you should do. Plus, obviously, but that's the trade. Kittle's 29 already. Mike, in my head, he's not 29. That mofo's 29. Like, where does time go? You know? But he's at the end already. Not like the end, the end, but like, I don't think he's going to age out gracefully. Like, uh, like uh, Travis Kelsey is. I just don't. I think he's going to go out more like Gronk with a knee brace and a shoulder brace and a <laughs> another elbow brace. Uh, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. I need Brisker, LOL. Yeah, you need to get Brisker off your taxi squad. 
I also have Chen on IR. I would try to trade one of these DBs. I was in a similar situation this offseason where I had a lot of top-end, quote-unquote, top-end DBs. Sometimes you just got to get rid of some of these guys, man. Like, just trade them. I mean, um, I know you'll be like, oh, I should get more than that. Just get rid of them. I mean, if you can get, like, a second or a third for, you know, Von Bell, that's definitely going to be a come-up. Well, you know, especially if you've got guys like Brisker sitting on your taxi squad. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just don't need them. Even though they're good guys, good players. Juwan Johnson, K. Auden for tight end. Go Cade. When in doubt, take Tom Brady's red zone tight end over Juwan Johnson. Rugaroo, I just sent a message to my league proposing we drop projections from weekly lineups. Good stuff, man. I don't know if it's possible. I mean, I think it would be fun. I think it would be cool, but I don't think it's possible to do. But it always skews your thought process, you know. I mean, again, like I just said, there's a guy, uh, uh, TJ Hawkinson, on underdog right now. His projection zero. He's going to play tomorrow. But because the projection zero, people aren't drafting him. That's a come up for you. But because it's as, you know, but because it, you're seeing projections and things are so projections weighted, you're, you're, you know, you're, you don't have the unbiased opinion of just being like, oh, I'll look for TJ Hawkinson. You just don't see him projected, so you don't think to look for him. So and that's kind of like a not the exact same situation, but I think you understand what I'm saying. Who you pick? Both move and Dolch on by. I need one. Cade. Take Cade, my guy. Give me Cade Auden. What are your thoughts on starting Ryan Neal this weekend after the time he came out of the game last week? I didn't I I, I, I missed that. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't I, I don't I'm not really sure what happened. Um, I think Bomber said something about that in the notes. So I would I mean, if you have to play him, play him. I mean, if you have other options though, and you're nervous, do you have anybody else you are you thinking about playing over him? Let me search Javon Hargrave here. L O L. Real talk. <sighs> yeah, make sure you guys subscribe to the new podcast feed. We have four pot individual podcasts now two podcast feeds the dynasty uh we have the uh, dynasty tailgate and then the best ball fantasy sports show that's on one feed that's the new feed they will be cross posting too but then we also have the offensive points in the idp army feed that's the og feed that is that's the lifeblood which i say that they're not getting this episode only the youtube's getting this episode I mean, by the time I drop this, and it's just Q&A, I didn't even really, I guess we read through Mace's rankings, but people know it's on the site, so I got to get this up earlier next week. It's been busy with work. This new jobs. Keep me busy. Other options are Jalen Hawkins, Mike Edwards, or Devin Lloyd. See, I would play Devin Lloyd over Neil, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So that's just, that's pretty... I would just, and that, that's even without any injury concerns, personally. Gabriel Martinez says, hey, man, thanks for all the advice. Rashawn Gary, Max Crosby, Jay Simmons, choose two for this week. I would go Max Crosby, and we'll take a look at Mace's rankings because Mace is the rankings god around here. Um, I know Max Crosby's his number one guy this week, so you got to have him in your lineups. So there's one. And let's see who he's got higher, Rashawn, Gary, or Simmons. I bet he's got Gary a little higher. 
Yeah, he's got Gary's 11. So you got two guys that Mace has got ranked as a, a DL1 this week. That's good. Uh, and then Jeffrey Simmons was 16, right? Oh, 13. Ooh, you got a nice little DL stack there, my guy. Got to do two. You going to trust Mace? He's the rankings ace. Mace, Mace, he's the rankings ace. I'm saying all this, and I thought this was up on the screen. I'm sorry. So here's Max Crosby. He's got him at one. And like I said, we got uh, Rashawn Gary. He's got 11. He's got Jeffrey Simmons at 13. Mace the Rankings Ace. How's that for a nickname? We got Bomb Bomb. We got Mace the Rankings Ace. We got me. You can just call me the guy. You can call me Jay. Sub Jordan. You like Tremaine Edmonds or Tranquil a week as linebacker? I would go Tranquil. Edmonds, I know he had a big game the other day. Matthew, he had like 16 tackles or whatever, but that's not a typical. That's not a typical thing for him by any stretch of anyone's imagination. Um, Drew Tranquil has been on fire this year. Just roll him out there. Yeah, and Mace agrees. Mace has got him at 12. I don't even think Mace had uh, Tremaine Edmonds in his top 24. Nope. Mace has got Tremaine Edmonds down here at 29. So Mace has got him as a um, – uh, you know, a mid-range linebacker three flex type, whereas he's got Drew Tranquil as a back-end linebacker one. So I agree with that wholeheartedly. Shoko, Eving, great call on Christian Harris. That wasn't me. I think that was uh, I think that was Billy that actually was gassing up Christian Harris. So hats off to him, but uh, we appreciate it. I'll, I'll take the accolades for him. You know, he's pinned on my chest. Um Hit that like button. Always appreciate that. Great content that actually makes an impact. We appreciate those kind words. You know, I really think that, well, I said the other day I got on my soapbox, I think fantasy football is going to move a little bit more towards a best ball, uh, more just more best ball leagues, but I still think the nitty-gritty of start sits will not ever go away because people will always play dynasty and you'll always have one or two redraft leagues. But I think the beauty of best ball is it allows you to play more fantasy without playing more fantasy in season, more management in season. So you have to play more fantasy football, drafting, makes it season long, fair, but you don't have to do all the management. So, but yeah, I appreciate that. And like, like my man Shoko or my gal, I don't know, Shoko says here, hit that like button. Goes a long way, feeds the kids. They're tired of rice and ice cubes for dinner. Jared Avis. All right. Got Cade and put him in. Ha ha. Thanks, man. <sighs> Don't thank me yet. <laughs> nice. Will do. Go get it, Tiger. Go get him, Tiger. Gary and Gary and Crosby. Same draft class. Uh, Max Crosby went a lot later. A lot, a lot. All three of those guys are in the same draft class, actually, weren't they? Yeah, I think they were. They were. Isn't that wild? Some big contracts coming up for a couple of those guys. Didn't Crosby already just get paid? I don't know. Um, what y'all got for me? Hit me with those uh, those questions. I'll help you in offense, defense, special teams, dynasty, best ball, IDP. We don't discriminate around here. We play fantasy football in all of its many forms. Except for Debbie, because Debbie's not real. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> I just I only shade my Debbie guys because they get so riled up about it. 
they're like, oh, Jordan, we you, we know you're saying it in good fun, but they're like grinding their teeth at me like, I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Did I tell you all at the expo that, uh, man, I, probably, I don't even know if I should do this. No, nah, I'm not going to say it. Some things are just better left unsaid, I guess, kids. <sighs> you know, it took me 32 years to learn that. Twin caliber offense. I'm struggling to pick three out of A-Rob. Well, you can leave him out of the list. <laughs> Juju, London, Moster, Khalil Herbert. Yeah, I mean, well, you can start by axing A-Rob. You don't want to start him. Nobody wants to do that. I think Mostert's kind of sneaky this week. Um, was Didn't have a massive game or anything last week. Uh, they're set up in a, a nice a nice spot this week. I just like Mostert this week a lot. So I'm going Mostert, I'm going Herbert, I'm going Juju, I'm going London. Pretty easy. I think Drake London, this is a good time to make dynasty trade offers for Drake London. I've seen him pop up on a couple of trade blocks. Dude's only 21 years old. Um, he's playing on like the most, I mean, if it's not the most, it's like top three most dysfunctional organizations kind of right now as far as just a pure football standpoint. I mean, their, their personnel's kind of weird. They're the, I mean, everything's weird there. I mean, and, and nothing's going to last, it doesn't feel like, um, except for Kyle Pitts and this this kid, you know, uh, London. So I would make a move for him. And they just got rid of Calvin Ridley, too. So they're basically saying, like, you're it, you know? I mean, like, you are it. It's you, it's Kyle Pitts, and then it's whoever else we bring in around you guys. Like, you got to make them happen. Shoko, any IDP under poor informers to target in Dynasty? Um, that's a good question. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, and I'm really just not, I, I couldn't come up with very much. I was looking around my leagues trying to see if there's anybody I was wanting to target. Maybe guys that were, like you said, were underperforming and I think have some chance, a chance to pop. I really didn't see a lot, honestly, and that I was really intrigued by, um, by, you know, right now, a lot of the guys that I want are just crushing it so i'm not even going to make attempts to get them you know what i mean a lot of the underperformers not like they're guys that i thought would underperform but they're just kind of like replacement level guys so i don't have any really big massive targets right now in dynasty but i'm gonna i'm gonna look at it again take a look um i mean if you really want one you know we've got drew tranquil on the screen here his homie kenneth walker maybe that's a guy but i feel like kenneth walker has kind of showed us who he is you know so that's the thing. I don't want to tell you to target underperformers and think that they're going to turn around because a lot of, you know, I mean, sometimes when you just underperform for a while, that's just who you are. You're just an underperformer. So um, Kenneth Walker might be a guy that you could look for um, that's been in that category, I guess. If I had to give you just one name. Lazard or Claypool, gross. Welcome to Bipocalypse. I would play Claypool. I think there's actually a pretty bullish argument for play Claypool this week um, just because of the run-centric nature of the Bears' offense and his ability to, you know, take handoffs, take sweeps. You could build that narrative up. Maybe it has been built up. I don't know. I haven't been listening to much fantasy football content um, this year, so maybe that's maybe that's already floating around out there. Only thought A Rob was viable as Comp lipped off the field. I yeah, and I thought that too, but at the same time, it's just if he's if Cup's playing, they're just gonna throw it to him until he limps off the field again. That's just how Sean McVay runs his team, you know what I mean? So, um, I imagine they're gonna juice him up real good tomorrow. You know, ice pack, heat pack, quarter zone shot, or whatever they're giving the guys these days. Send them out there, wrap it up real tight. Uh, so. A-Rob is just, 
Mm-mm. It's nasty. It ain't that shit you want. He's on that Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry type of end of career trajectory, unfortunately. You know, I mean, he's playing more like Sammy Watkins out here. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, well, not going great. Also, can we just fucking with Sean McVay? Oh, probably just retire. As soon as shit gets hard around here, I'm going to fucking quit. I'll just retire and walk off in the sunset. Motherfucker, you're 35, 36 years old. Come on. I'm just going to run this organization up, and then I'm going to fucking sell the top, and I'm going to hand it off to another fucking Jeff Fisher to fucking give the Rams another fucking decade of darkness. No. You need to fucking stay, Sean McVay. I want your ass to stay with the Rams another decade. Let's see what you're really made of. There it is. How about that? As soon as Aaron Donald's gone, as soon as it gets hard, I'm out of here. I'm packing my bags. Give me a break. Like, what is that? Like, if you or I just said, I'm quitting my job. Okay. I'm just going to retire. But but the reality is he's walking away because, again, the the Rams are fucked. They're wrecked. They're so wrecked. Um, He's going to take a year, you know, do the – what. And then he'll get another job with another organization. That's what he's going to do. It's just, it's so, it's corny, in my opinion. Sean McVay's corny. He's basically the coach version of fucking Russell Wilson. How about that? Is Roquan Smith signing a death note for away? That's actually very interesting to, to, to think that they might play Roquan more as an edge. <clears throat> um. But I don't think that that's necessarily what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. That's why he's talking about retiring. Retiring. I mean, it's like, I don't know. It's just so corny. Kind of like Aaron Donald. Oh, I almost didn't play this year. I mean, when you, when you got guys like Tom Brady, you know what I'm saying? Keeping it a hundred, motherfucking hundred. He's like, you can fucking carry me off this fucking field dead. That's when I'll retire. That's why he's the best. And then they start talking about best coaches and best defensive players. These guys are like, I want to do cheeseburger commercials. I need a new agent. Our team's not good anymore. I'm mad. I quit. I retire. I got a trophy. You got one ring. Calm the fuck down. Okay, I know the NFL media out there in LA loves you. No, they love it. They fucking love it. It's gonna be dark fucking days for Rams fans coming up soon. I know, motherfuckers. I'm an OG Rams fan. Okay, this was the Rams team I fell in love with. This is you right now. You got 10 years of darkness coming. 10 years of black, cold winter nights. Sean McVay won't be there. He'll be in Miami, probably. He'll probably be in fucking Miami. That motherfucker have them Wayfarers on, white polo. You guys will be fucking 2 and 10, 2025. Give me a break. Speaking of retirement, did you see the rumors of the TV... (laughs) 
that he came back so the TV deal money didn't go in the divorce. Ha ha. Oh, is that what the deal was with Tom Brady? Again, I feel bad for that guy. He sold his soul to the motherfucking devil when he brought Antonio Brown into his home. That's it. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. You don't break bread with people like that and expect your life, things to just be going good. He fucking went to the crossroads at midnight and broke bread with the motherfucking devil for that ring. And now he's going to pay the piper. Speak on a brother. I had a bag with the ain'ts back in the day. Yes, sir. Likely Ingram or Hill for tight end. I like Hill a lot because he's not a tight end. Like you can win with Hill because he can be a quarterback, a running back, or a tight end for you. So he gives you more outs if you want poker terminology, in my opinion. It's funny too. I was looking at some of my best ball teams, and like depending on what time of the year it is, like I have teams where I have Taysom Hill as my quarterback for best ball 2022, and I have like a half a dozen teams where I have Taysom Hill as my tight end, depending on what time of the year it was when they had him uh as different players so it's, it's kind of funny nobody knows what the fuck he is um so you gotta play him he's a weapon so yup 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 mark ingram is out so Taysom should get more snaps bingo are they uh are they like Sunday night game or something? Because I didn't see any Saints players in like the main slates I was looking at. Herman Vasquez says, love the IDP info you provide. Appreciate that. Herman picked up Zedarius for this week from your list. I have one more defensive spot. Which one of the three would you choose? Tomorrow Davis, Cameron, Jordan, Anta Elonte Taylor. I don't know who that is, but I'd probably go Demario Davis. Go with the linebacker. Uh-oh, looks like the uh, the bots are here. All right, they're gone. I have Darren Waller, but likely Tunyon and Conklin available on wire to pick up right now. Pick up Conklin and play Conklin. Tyler Conklin is a beast. And if Mickey Blanco comes in the game, oh, good God, Tyler Conklin might have four touchdowns. Monday night in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh doesn't it just seem like a primetime game would just be where Taysom Hill just comes out and just does Taysom Hill stuff? Doesn't it? Mosley or TJ Watt rest of season at linebacker. Is TJ Watt coming back? Is he <sighs> this sucks because I, I really am worried that Watt's gonna re injure himself. So I would have to be if I'm going safe and it's redraft, I'll probably just stick with Mosley. I don't like saying that, but that's probably what I would do. I would probably err on the side of caution this late in the season. Even last year, Watt was getting banged up all the time. You know, you don't want to be missing a guy like that down the stretch. Is a rookie cornerback for the Saints. He came in when Roby got hurt. Yeah, you don't want to play a cornerback in your other uh, defensive back spot if you have uh, quality linebackers available, <coughs> like Cameron, or <coughs> sorry, like uh, who'd you say here? 
Demario Davis, and then Cam Jordan. I was to play him over the cornerback as well. Do you see any hope for Kirby Joseph on the Lions or Demar Hamlin standing in the Bills for long term? Yeah, I would say Demar Hamlin. I'm definitely very bullish on. Um, we've had a guy from Cover One. I don't know if you guys follow him, Greg uh, Thompson. He is a huge Bills guy um, and one of our friends of the channel. And he's a big Demar Hamlin fan, and those guys on that channel are. And he, they said. He's showing that he has what it takes to be the future for them. And that's what they wanted. Um, they said, you know, when Micah Hyde comes back, you know, he's not necessarily going to replace him. But they now think that they feel comfortable moving on from, you know, or aging those guys out. So, yeah, I think long term Hamlin for sure. Because I trust those guys and their opinion and how they like cover the team and stuff. Uh, Kirby Joseph, I'm a little bit less sure just because I don't know how much longer the current regime of coaches there and management is going to last. So I, 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 my confidence level is less. Which DB would you go with Mike Edwards on Tampa or Deshaun Elliott? Definitely Elliott. He's a, he's one of the best defensive backs in the league right now, as far as IDP is concerned, stepping in for uh, Tracy Walker. His his offseason move was kind of quiet too. Just he just wasn't with the Ravens anymore. All right, my dude, I'm out. What's up, Rugaru? Gotta go watch the Tigers beat Bama. See you in the AM. Peace. Have a good night, brother. Good luck. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. I can be a I can be a New Orleans fan tonight. Are they? They're probably not. Are they New Orleans? I don't know. LSU. I'm a Tigers fan. Our channel is like low key, like kind of a New Orleans Saints hub. John Policiano, Palicio. If you had to choose one DL, Rashawn Evans, Quillen, Quinn and Williams, or Justin Houston, I don't think Rashawn Evans does he have a DL tag? If he does, I might go there. But I think Quinn and Williams is where I would go. I'm about ninety percent sure that that's what Mace's rankings are set up as right now. Let's take a peek. Yeah, he's got big Q at three. So I'll play big Q. Go check out Underdog Fantasy, y'all. They got the goods. They got the goods. All right, y'all. We've been going at it for about 50 minutes. Um, again, I apologize. It's so late in the week that the rankings were, uh, that this show's going up. But better late than never. That's what I always say. Say it all the time. I mean, it's just one of those things that you just, you know, if you ever see me out, I'm always saying it. Better late than never. So uh, <laughs> I'll see you all tomorrow morning. And if I don't, good luck. Have a good game day. Uh, just remember to enjoy it. Because, I mean, again, in the football, the fantasy football season, well, the NFL season, it's here and it's gone faster than you think. Don't forget, daylight savings time. Set those clocks back an hour if you're in a uh, one of the time zones that does that, one of the states that does that. Don't forget. All right, y'all. See you tomorrow.
Don't forget IDP and E stands for positivity. You know what it is. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.